you got to find the magic flute so that you can warp to episode number 55 of the Retro Rewind podcast. Retro Rewind podcast initialized. Mission identified. The Wizard. 1989. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 55. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which... I want to give, say a special thank you to our patrons for filling up our reflex capacitor with plenty of video game points. We were able to get to video Armageddon thanks to them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I want to thank Brian Keating, Jake Arsenu, and Andrew Legrieve. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, but I never defeat a double dragon. Uh, you're not the only one. And I predicted that The Wizard would be a tragic movie. Ooh. Ooh, intrigue. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, Paul. Hey, Francisco. I predicted this movie would be uh, nostalgic. Let's just get that out of the way, because I usually forget. Good idea, Paul. <laughs> uh, my trivial question for you, as it relates to The Wizard, is uh, the sound made by Lucas's power glove as he's Typing it in or whatever. Yes. Is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Exactly. It's the same keys for Close Encounters. Paul, did you ever play games with the Power Glove, though? Yes, and it did not make those tones. Nope, it did not. We had one as well. And it was um, so hard. It was not so bad. No. It was so disappointing. It was literally so bad. Yes. But we'll, it was we'll, good for some games that were, were particular made for it, but the most games were not. We'll we'll save more of our color commentary though for the when we're talking about the movie. But we're but not, I wasn't talking about the movie. <laughs> and I did ask you about the prior love. Regardless yes. though, we oh, want to go to introduce our guest host this time. It's uh, our regular guest host, Paul's brother, Josh Powers. Hi, Josh. Hi, how are you today? Doing well. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. <laughs> here is my trivial. <laughs> Am I missing some inside laughing? joke? No, it's just his voice was kind of like, hey, how are you today? Uh, <laughs> That's special. <laughs> That's special. Well, before I get interrupted more, I should say uh, I predicted this movie would be nostalgic. Oh, okay. So we're serving the lower rungs this time for predictions. but oh, uh, Mine's in the middle. No, but I know. Well, we're weighted lower, though. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> started out low, then we kind of raised it to the middle. Exactly. Josh? Yes. So participating theaters would distribute issues of Pocket Power, which was a pocket-sized version of Nintendo Power uh, magazine, and I assume they gave it to I people seeing that. this movie. Well, did you go to a participating theater, Paul? Obviously not. Obviously not. Josh, did you I'm have so a preferred gaming magazine growing up? I did. It was Super Glove Ball. No, wait, that's the game that worked for the Power Glove. <laughs> um, no, I did have. Uh, I I liked Nintendo Power 
Yeah. Uh, that was like the go-to. Mm -hmm. But then, like as I got older, I went to EGM, Electronic yeah. Gaming Monthly. Mm -hmm. But then there was this obscure one called the Game Fan, which was like, like oh, yeah. not very popular. But oh my gosh, it was like the best, highest quality. Like I felt like it was the this like cream of the crop kind of magazine. Like I said, not very popular. But mm -hmm. when I found that, it was like that's. I feel like I'm on this upper echelon here. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Very nice. So, but I, yeah, EGM mm -hmm. and Nintendo Power, those were the big ones. Very cool. All right, Paul, will you please lay in the course for Alice? It's a Nintendo system, Alice. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> That's more inside. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Inside podcast? Then. Okay. Yes. All right. Alice. How you doing? It's been a while. I hope that doing we can go well, back Paul. to been a while. Uh, the year 1989 for the movie, the classic uh, movie of the wizard. <laughs> oh, wait, did I just spoil something? I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> find out. <laughs> and let's have a discussion about what that movie was and what it wasn't. And uh, then we'll have a new tube segment. And then if people actually listen long enough or forget that they're listening to it, you can hear some <laughs> feedback and announcements. Uh, 1989, that's a good year for movies. Excellent year. Think about it. Okay, oh, Batman. <laughs> ba no, Batman, you had uh, Indiana Jones, you had UHF, you had Bill and Ted, uh, you had Christmas Vacation, uh, like tons. I think Christmas Vacation is 88 or 89. But Alice, do you have our target? Alert! Alert! Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewired reactor. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just giant. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50,000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy? What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up for right? With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. Got you. We're too late. They'll get there any way they can. We'll get there any way we can. At least we'll get to the technicals any way Paul can. Paul, go. That sound... No, another... Sorry. That announcer guy technically sounded like the promo voice guy for like the Disney movies or some of the VHS. Oh, yeah, familiar. yeah. Anyway, the movie The Wizard came out December 15th in the year 1989 in the U.S. of A. So it's a holiday movie. For Ooh. The it's rated PG and ran 100 minutes. It was directed by Todd Holland and written by David Kislom. Kisholm? Sorry, David. Whatever your <laughs> name is. It went on to star Fred Savage, who was like at the top of all the, the promos for this. I don't know why. Mm. When, especially when you got other people in there like Bo Bridges and Christian Slater and Luke Edwards, whoever heard of him, and Jenny Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
who went on to become a rocker. And uh, one other guy, uh, what's his name? Darn it, where'd he go? In my list of people. Toby Maguire? Yes, yes this Toby is the Maguire, movie yes. that he was, uh, uh, what do you call that? He, he was a... Uh, an extra, extra basically. an extra, yeah, as a young young person and uncredited. So he's he's in all those the, before they were famous ones. This is the movie he starred in back then. Yeah, he I saw, starred in, in for three <laughs> seconds. I think I saw him. I think you could see him eating a biscuit. I um, didn't see that because he's see is, the biscuit, see biscuit. Oh, see. <laughs> anyway, Frank McRae is also in this. Do you remember? What he was in previously? Uh, are you no. referring to Barry's Not Included guy? Yes, thank you. Oh, him. All the way back to retrorewindpodcast.com slash nine. Yeah, buddy. Barry's not and he plays uh, against type in Loaded Weapon 1 where he's like constantly yelling at people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely a fun character. Any other details, Paul? Uh, the budget for this movie was <laughs> six million, and it went on to gross uh, about fourteen and a half million. So that's a what, 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 big whoop de do on them. <laughs> oh, so they got it. Oh yeah. Nice. Wait, Paul, how does that go? It goes like this. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I got uh, tripped up on a turtle back there. <laughs> I had to get small again. To get big again. You had to get small again to get big again. And I had to get memory washed or memory mind melded again to get the memories, our memories for the wizard. And this is how it goes. Fred Savage leaves dad, Bo Bridges, and older brother, Christian Slater, to go after little runaway brother. The two brothers pick up a girl in Reno on their road trip with a power glove to California. They discover the little bro is a video game savant wizard so the girl they just so the girl they just met convinces them that they should go to Vegas to win the video game championship. Super Mario 3 is revealed at the tournament where the girl amazingly knows hidden secrets about the game and the little brother wins. And that was pretty much this. Accepted yeah, because there was a bit wrong. With yeah, that. a few things in there that weren't accurate. Yeah. Kind of like this film. <laughs> 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 what do you nice. mean, Paul? Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But let's start with the things we liked about the wizard. Josh, let's start with you. Things that I liked about the wizard. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I liked all the talent involved, as in the oh, actors and the nice. crew, and yeah, I think everything. like considering like that, they've got a good cast of uh, characters for something that seen that. Like has, you know, uh, so much. I'll say like people call it like a, a big Nintendo commercial. It's like for a commercial, this has like a lot of talent behind it. You know, you mm-hmm. have six million dollars. It better. You have like, in my opinion, Fred Savage is like the best child actor of the eighties. Uh, and of course, oh, you have even better than um, Macaulay Culkin. And I think that's 90s. That so. would be 90s. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, yes, I think he's better than Macaulay Culkin. Michael J. Fox? Uh, not a child actor uh, in the 80s anyway. Uh, how about Webster? Yes, better than Webster. <laughs> anyway, best child uh, actor. Slater, Bo Bridges, uh, Tobey Maguire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but the uh, you know the the director is very competent, and I actually recognize the uh, the director of photography, Robert Yeoman. Oh, cool. He is uh, Wes Anderson's cinematographer, and does oh, a lot hack. of other. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's done a lot of other movies as well, but uh, I think he's an amazing cinematographer, and uh, it was cool to to see him recognize him in the credits so i just think there's just a, a lot of talent involved and i like seeing that very cool paul what would you agree with that or what were your opinions about the actors and crew of this movie i i like the cast i can't say anything about the crew because i never met like the key grip or anything like that you, but you didn't see the gaffer no, oh, I, I okay but um i thought the it was great to see a young uh Christian Slater and <laughs> Bo Bridges, and thinking, man, why don't they do more movies like when they were younger? You know, sure, sure. Um, so I thought it was a, a fun cast, yeah, yeah. And I, I have a few things that I liked about the cast. I'll, I'll start though, uh, just with this one. I, I, so I thought Fred, Fred Savage. I said Fred Christian and Bo, like I know them personally. Um, they play. Oh, yeah. Family strife in that beginning scenes really well. Almost yelling the point, at each other. Yeah, almost the point where it's is emotionally hard for me to listen to. Oh, so flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to go there. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I thought they did a, a really great job on uh, being able to get to that level of emotional intensity, and so quickly, and so quickly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Paul was something you liked about the wizard. Um, I laughed out loud when Haley slugs Corey in the face when he puts the oh, mask yes. on. <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> so I was watching that. I was I watched the movie with my wife Sharon, uh, and she like clapped. When that, <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was the first I think moment in the movie where I laughed. Maybe even at all, so it was kind of like a attention release. Almost. Yeah, I, I put that down as something I really enjoyed. Also, that yeah, I definitely laughed out loud too when that happened. Um, we might talk a little bit later about why he had the mask, but uh, something else I liked. I thought it was such a great selection of like rock slash pop songs in this movie. I love yeah. the the what they picked. Yeah, it went really well, and a lot of it really upbeat. Uh, this what, movie's known for that, having one of the, the better soundtracks of like a Hidden Gems, where they didn't make a soundtrack for it, so people create their own playlist oh, of the soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that either. That's really cool. Yeah, hanging and tough I, with the, with the yeah. <laughs> new kids on the block. I actually like I was singing it. Well, what was it? Uh, it was the right stuff, actually. Um, yeah, that too. Yeah, like I, I paused it around that time. I started singing it. And I was, like, <laughs> when I got up to get a snack, it was. <laughs> That's awesome. So it sounds like you guys all like the music. Um, yeah. Did you have a favorite song at all? I can't remember any of the song names, but uh, "Send Me an Angel." Yeah. Is... Oh yeah, that is a good one. So send... I've uh, I actually had never. Uh, that that movie introduced me to that song, and mm -hmm. I had never heard it anywhere else until until my adult life. Oh wow! And uh, and it's kind of funny. And then uh, just recently, uh, one of my favorite musicians, Kevin Max, he actually did this really like dark cover of it. It's really good. Ooh. I like it probably just as much. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's actually more of like, a somber. Yeah, it's actually like it's uh he's doing it for a soundtrack for a book he's writing about angels. So it's Oh interesting. So there's kind of like has this choir to kind of effect to it. So. Oh, okay. Very yeah. cool. Uh Josh, let's go back to you with something else you liked about this movie. Uh I liked uh that no, I've I've read other reviews where uh people have complained about the pacing, but I it never slowed down once for me. Maybe as a kid it seemed slower, but for me, like I was I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I thought the pacing was good throughout. Paul, what did you think about that though? I'll have to tell you later. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh what can you tell us now though, Paul? I surprisingly really liked the power glove scene. Oh, really? <laughs> when the when the guy came up, yeah, he was he was pretentious, and he yeah. certainly played that part uh-huh. uh, well. But I was like, this is fun retro, it's yeah, because I had seen true. it before. It's yeah. like, I like that, and I liked seeing Jim J. Bullock on the screen of Hollywood Squares. There, That's, that was that, that. Actually, I was watching that, and it was like I, I turned to Sharon, and I was like. Prince of Valium on Spaceballs. That's who he is. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, really? I had I did not notice that. I was at trying all. to I was trying to explain to her who he was, and then here he is showing up. I'm like, that's him. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash fifty two. There you go. So uh, yeah, I like um, that was fun to see the power glove. Probably cool. I haven't seen the power glove in use in years, so it was just a fun uh, well, trip. They, to, they just ahead. call it a, a, a Wii Mote now. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Quick anecdote, uh, sort of tangential to the Power Glove scene. The game that uh, Lucas plays, Rad Racer, I I had, that was one of the games I had on the Nintendo. And I got pretty good at that game. One one morning, this is just a little story again about Francisco. So uh, take a little nap, kids. (laughs) Sorry, that was mean. Um, Take a quick, go up for a quick drink and come back. One morning. Uh, everyone's gotten ready for church, um, and we actually have relatives over. They're going to church with us, and I'm playing Rad Racer. And I'm the farthest I've ever gotten. I'm like, no, oh, I, no, we can't go yet. We can't go yet. I'm so far. This is before saves. <laughs> we exactly. can't stop. It's We're going too, too fast. <laughs> um, I, I think I ended up pausing and maybe just leaving it there. Yeah. Uh, on. Uh, but... And I don't remember if it was still on or what have you, but I just remember very vividly that I felt like I, now looking back, I feel kind of like very childish to like keep up everyone just so I could be playing a game. But well, you know, as kids, that's what a lot of kids did back then was, yeah. you know, put it on pause, turn off the TV and go away. I no, I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you ever did that, Paul, right? And I had friends who did that. Oh, yeah, of course, friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul, was something else you liked about this movie? Uh, back in the 80s, some of the, whenever they referenced video games, most of them were notorious for showing one uh, video game on the screen and yet having different sound, sound effects yes. to that game. And so what I liked about this movie is that the actual sound effects and the music matched mm-hmm. the, the what was shown on the screen. So I enjoyed like I was hearing Super Mario Brothers 2, you know, yep. as yep. as one of them was playing I was like, "Oh no, when they show it that better if they show it." First of all, I was hoping that they didn't show it just cuz they had the opportunity to mess it up. But oh, if they sure. do, 
And and sure enough, it was Super Mario Brothers too. Yep. So I really enjoyed uh, them matching that up. That's true. Power Glove, notwithstanding. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, that wasn't technically a game though. Okay. Um, yes. Josh, give us something else you liked. Um, you know, I like that all the scenes uh, are like uh, all the funny. There, it was really funny, but it wasn't like a flat-out comedy. Mm-hmm. And there were like the the funny moments were funny and the dramatic moments were dramatic and yes. uh i really liked that i liked that it was uh you know um that that's a sign of a bad movie when you know it's just like oh it's all comedy and you're lucky if you get a laugh or it's all drama and you're just like you know emotionally ripped apart but just have no connection to the material or whatever yeah so i think it was it was very balanced yeah and you know what i think that that goes right into one of the things I liked. I thought this movie had a had a good amount of heart to it, and I think that served as an outcropping of that balance of comedy and drama. But uh, just the the relationships between uh, Corey and Jimmy was the brother's name, right? The little yeah. brother, yeah, Jimmy Woods, yeah, Corey and Jimmy that was before James game. Woods grew up. Oh gosh, <laughs> I think James Woods was well into his career by then. Oh, it's not the same guy? Not so much. Oh, I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Um, And just, yeah, again, I thought it had heart to it. Paul, you've mentioned movies having heart or not. Did you feel like this movie did, or what were your thoughts on that? I'm going to have to completely disagree with you guys. I thought it had heart at, like, the last 10 minutes. Oh, really? Okay. So I thought it was unbalanced in that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. How about you, Josh? What? I'm just curious if you thought it had heart, the movie. Well, yeah, that was what I was saying. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, you had said one thing. Well, I, I had I, transposed I, it into something else in my okay, Herodric yeah. I, I tube. Said, um, I said it was dramatic where it needed to be dramatic. So, yes, I, it definitely had uh, a lot more heart. And I think watching it with Sharon this time, who had never seen the movie, mm-hmm. I, you know, watching it through her eyes, as you would say, uh, it really, like, you know, it's... Everything was believable, and the heart was definitely there. So, so is surgery involved in that, or is it like, I don't imagine uh, it takes a it's couple a, days. But. It's called emotional surgery. It's a new... Oh, right in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> but you said you, you looked through her eyes, so... Anyway. Ew! <laughs> That's I'm getting all, like, Silence of the lambs Ridiculous, yes. Um... <laughs> All right, guys. Do you have other things you like, or do you are you only have your classic makers left? I have. I like the scenes when the dad attacks the other car with his car. Those are fun. <laughs> uh, they are fun. I like. Those I, I will too. give you that. I thought they were ridiculous before, but this rewatching, I just had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just. I was there for it. So. Yeah. And, and I thought that the, the child, I, I keep wanting to call him a child abductor, but the child returner or whatever, recoverer. <laughs> the child abductor. Well, yes. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job being a bad guy. I did not like him. Um, but So you like the casting choice there? Yes, yes. Okay, I'd say yeah. he, did a, he did a fine job. I thought it was odd that he seemed to get have information that I don't know how he got it. Like... He knew a girl was with them, but I don't think at that point he had seen them together. So just well, stuff like that was inconsistent. But I'm getting ahead of myself. 
I'm that getting got, ahead of myself. That, but that came after the montage, so I would... It didn't yeah, so, he found information along the way. Yeah, I, I would assume that was he found that out. I, I, I could be misremembering, gentlemen. Um, but no, they didn't show the scene where he found that out. But you kind of assume it's like, like oh, implied. time has passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. All right. I'll give you that. Uh, Josh, were there other things you liked about this movie? Um, I'll say I'll say I have my classic maker left. Okay, I'll say this: <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is how they got Jimmy back once he was abducted because I had totally forgot like. When they wake up in the trailer and he's gone and the oh, uh, child yeah. abductor takes him out, oh, they're yeah. like, oh, man, that how did they get him back? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I loved exactly. how they got him back. <laughs> wow, Father, you essentially described how I experienced that that sequence. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, Josh, did you have any thoughts on that sequence or was it, oh, that was fine or... No, no, I was, I was right, yeah, the same way, you know, uh, and like, you know, when she says, you know, she says early in the movie, it's like, yeah, I have friends, lots mm-hmm. of friends, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, and then she comes back, it's like, oh, I've got friends, and that's just like, that's a great callback, yeah. you know, and that's like, that, that, it's well written, like, it, it's yeah. a, it's smarter than you, it really deserves, in a sense, you know? <laughs> like, it, it's, a, it's, it's a kid's movie about Nintendo games, but it's like, you know, there's, like, from a writing standpoint, you know, they set up things early, and they, they have payoffs and twists and stuff. Yeah. And it yeah. holds together well, and mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Very cool. Especially that scene. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's a, that's a key example of that. Yeah. You know, and and as soon as the trucks started pulling up, to Sharon was clapping. And oh, like, nice! Like yeah, like cheering on, like and like more trucks show up, and yeah. <laughs> well, for me, guys, uh, this again goes back to the characters. My classic maker for this movie would be Haley's character. I oh really? I oh. actually really enjoyed her street smarts, though she still had some fallibility in that, like with the the like farming trucker guys who. Try to take their money, um, and I liked her spirit. I just it was really enjoyable to watch her. Um, though I did wish she kept to her guns. She stuck to her guns about not kissing boys. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't like that she said that, and then all of a sudden kisses Corey. But well, overall, I I really liked her character. I thought she was perfect. The most enjoyable part of this movie for me. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and you know that she is a. Like uh, a strong, well-written female character. Yeah, yeah. For what's essentially what you would think could sell itself just for boys, you know, young boys, like Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like for for that kind of movie, that's a strong character, well-written, great character. Yep, I would agree. All right, uh, Josh, what is your classic maker for this movie? I would actually kind of what you were saying and a little bit of what I was saying before, uh, character development probably mm. is mm-hmm. what I enjoy the most. Um, like, you know, there's just really good character moments. Like when the, uh, like the, you know, the dad and the, uh, the son, you know, Bo Bridges and Christian Slater, you know, they're, they're stuck in the hotel room trying to share a bed, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Sharon said it perfectly. She was like, "Thank you for showing this. That's real life." Yeah, <laughs> you know, totally, it's like, yes. it's like, and and they make you know both comedic 
like they show the comedy angle of that, and uh-huh. they also show you know the dramatic angle of, yeah. uh, of like the the communication issues, you know, and that's all that's all under the umbrella of character development. Mm-hmm. And so when people say you know when people call this movie a you know a commercial like just a long big long commercial for Nintendo, uh, I'm like. And it doesn't have. Oh, by the way, it does not have like the best reputation either, because it's like at twenty percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking, and uh, and they're saying this is a long. And I see. Well, it's just as much for Universal Studios and for Reno, you know. What? But nobody ever talks about that. And sure. truckers. And, <laughs> and and I'm thinking this is probably people who are really bothered by product placement, you know. But I think. Which there was a lot of in this movie. I yeah. Noticed. So if you're if you're bothered by that, I I, I see I see that it could ruin the movie, but uh, it's because it's full of these great character moments. The, the, it's a large portion of the movie. You go through huge long stretches of story yeah. and characters that you don't you know. But I uh, liked seeing King Kong the way it used to be before it burned down, and, and now they you, have a 3D screen. I, and you it's a 3D that, but... screen now. Yeah. Oh, lame. It's so, actually kind of cool the, the what they have there, well, but it's okay. not. It's definitely not the same. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when people call yeah. it, you know, like it, it's a, it's just a, a commercial. I'm like, you're. This is what makes it classic for me because it, it's not that it has all these great moments. And that and those commercials, quote unquote, are very few and far between. Yeah. But apparently, it just turns certain people off. A lot, a lot of people off. And I gotta I'll say, have, I'll have more to say about that later. <laughs> I gotta say that that I've heard that from so many people, or so many not necessarily people I know, but just sort of word of mouth that this is yeah, it's just one big ad for Super Mario Brothers three. That, Which, that, hey, just, sign me up if that's the case. I know you could sell <laughs> if it like being a bad movie, it would sell itself just on that. But, you know, but we'll get more of that later. But it watching it this time, I would say, yeah, it's not really that. It's it's a lot. There's a lot more to it than just trying to hawk video games at me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Paul, what is your classic maker for The Wizard? My classic maker is that they didn't decide to stick Jimmy in a home at the end. Oh, It's nice. <laughs> Do they actually resolve that? Yeah, they, yeah, they're bringing him home and that it's like he, he said, why don't you take the boys for a while? All, you know, all the boys together. Oh, I thought that just meant oh, for the card trip. Well, yeah, for the card trip. That's what but I, I think. I assume I, I think that, Paul's right here too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that you know, sense. from they're going to try to work it out so that, you know, they'll always, especially after that, you think uh, the, the, uh, the brothers are going to let him go to home after all right. that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Too much blood and sweat. Into so I like the payoff that they, that they set up in the beginning and mm-hmm. they pay off at the end. So it was a satisfying end. Very cool. All righty guys. Before we get to the things we didn't like about The Wizard, let's go to people that we, we ask on Facebook typically and Twitter, what do you remember about The Wizard? And this is some of the feedback we got. Uh, Becky Williams said, He touched my breast. California. <laughs> I loved Spanky. That was and it. When she wrote, I love Spanky, I was thinking, 
in the context of I touch my breast. No, I, I was thinking this isn't the little rascals. Oh, what is this? Oh. That's <laughs> the trucker remember. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I remember that's yeah. the trucker guy's name. So yeah, uh, Chrissy Ruiz, who is a regular guest host. Uh, said, I've never seen it, but I do recognize that girl. Weird. And is this, who, what did this girl go on to do? She's in a band now? Is that what one yeah. you said? Oh, okay. Yeah. What's the band? Do you know? You had to ask. The oh, band is girl. named You Had to Ask? Yes. And oh. her name is Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis. And the news. Yes. Uh, um, no, she <laughs> Actually, she's gotten into more work lately. Oh, um, cool. Okay. So, but, uh, she left the acting thing to do a band. Okay. Rilo Kylie. That's the name of the band? The name of the band. Okay. Cool. Which disbanded in 2011, apparently. Yeah. Aww. Wait, was she a backup on... She had... She worked with the Postal Service? Wait, the, uh, according to the internet, she helped <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Moving on. Marion Kleinberg said, I have not seen this. Dot, dot, dot. All right. Thank you, Marion. Um, Deborah Are we going to list all the people that haven't seen it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one. All right. De- Deborah Powers, uh, who you can actually hear uh, on last week's or last time's episode, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 54 for True Lies. She said, first, that you kids loved it and watched it multiple times. I think she's speaking to <laughs> you, Paul, and you, Josh. Yes. Um, second, isn't this the movie where the kid says, California. Yes, it yes. Is. <laughs> and the and see the big dinosaur in the desert? Dinosaurs. That well, oh. she I'm reading I was reading. Uh what I didn't realize is that Fred Savage starred in this. How can I watch this since I don't have the DVD? Uh and then Paul and Becky both said that Deb could just come back to California. And visit them again to watch. Uh, or Paul added, you could also sh- stream it on Amazon. So hope you get a chance to watch Deb. Uh, finally, to sort of lead us into our hate section, Tim Ebach said, I loved this movie when I was a kid, but not so much when I saw it again a few years ago. Horrible movie. I voted a tragic. Mm. All right. So let's see if what we have to say about the things we didn't like about The Wizard Amount to us very tragic. We'll see. Let's begin with Paul. What did you not like about this movie? Okay, I mentioned that they showed video games at the sound matches, but the screens did not match the story plot. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, like when uh, when uh, Jimmy was playing against Haley, like she got up to twenty five thousand, uh-huh. and then when he starts playing, the first screen that they show, he's at twenty seven thousand, and then he gets to like twenty nine thousand, and then after shortly after that, uh, Corey says, "Okay, he won," and it's like, well, he way surpassed her, like when you first started, or. Things that like that, it just didn't make sense. Like uh, Jimmy's playing Ninja Gaiden, and Haley said that he hadn't got hit yet, but the screen showed that he had uh, some energy. Oh. Yeah, some uh, so that he had gotten hit. Essentially, yeah. things like that were frustrating. Yeah, I would definitely say there are some things that just didn't make sense. Like, for instance, why did uh, the dad, their dad played by Bo Bridges, not break the windshield of the car? Recover. I mean, that would impede his driving a lot more than busting his headlights. Well, that's harder to break. Than With a the... shovel? Yeah. With a shovel. 
I mean, would I'm, at least crack it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and he had plenty but, of time to go to town on a it. A rock so. will crack it. You know. <laughs> if it's hit right, but not always. <laughs> but where you can do some serious damage in the um the the headlights where you can't drive at night. And oh, that's the, true. I the rearview mirror is hard to turn, so he was hitting all those. Uh, all right, uh, you know, he was so, also very angry, Paul. Yeah, he wasn't logically thinking. <laughs> well, maybe he should have been. Maybe if I put a uh, a strip of spikes on the ground and have <laughs> <laughs> and lead him in this direction, <laughs> or I'll paint uh, a black paint over the side of a mountain and he can drive through it. <laughs> um. And then, why would Corey bring a Halloween mask on his trip? Oh, it's fun. Uh, when I Wait. was that age, when at 10, if I was going to, like, run away, I would bring fun, goofy little toys like that in my backpack. Okay, but here's the thing. It's either he has the 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 presence of mind to to stage the his taking his brother from his home at the same time and day that the hostess fan is going to be there. No, I think that was just happenstance. You think that was just happenstance? Okay, yeah. then I guess it follows that he would not be thinking and bring this mask, which is yeah. ridiculous. But okay. Yeah. Josh, have, let's yeah. go to you. What's What did oh, you I wasn't like? done with oh. my bad editing. When the, the, at the end, when they said there's like a, a minute left or two minutes left, there oh, was yeah, one minute I did on the clock. And, yes. and they yeah. still ended up matching the clock somehow yeah, yeah yeah at the end and so just bad editing things on the technicality side there's one more bad editing point but i'll leave it for i'll go ahead josh okay oh thank you uh um, bad editing <laughs> <laughs> right when they were leaving the tow truck place oh he fi- he told his dad i figured out how to hook this up and and as they leave the tow truck place, they leave the hookup for the Nintendo, uh, yeah. that wire with that gray block yep. and into the TV they as they did. run away. But I don't think they play it again. So well, I, that's why. <laughs> there's a deleted scene where they realize they left that. You know, oh, really? Came back five minutes later. No. no. I don't buy it. Oh, there is. I'm not buying that commercial. <laughs> okay. Well, something I didn't like. Uh, was bad uh, editing. You know, <laughs> besides, are you sure this isn't your tragic maker, Paul? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it's it's very much. It's very difficult to show video games as as something really dramatic and intense, and mm-hmm. like a turning point in the plot will happen because of that. And I I like it. it an analogy for that is like when you see somebody hacking, you know. Oh and yeah. Filmmakers try to show it's like, oh, it's really intense, but it's just a guy at a computer pressing yeah, buttons, pretty much, which makes even less sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, I just felt that kind of same thing. It's like, oh, cut to the video game, and this is where you know I think they they did it best with uh, with uh, Rad Racer with, with the power glove. Right? Oh sure sure. Um, where he just walked but, away. I mean, <laughs> well, the, well, I think it was it it was supposed to be so powerful that it would cause you know jimmy to to walk away yeah. but it was just it wasn't all those moments they just aren't filmed it's hard to make those really dramatic the same way it's hard to make hacking dramatic yeah i, I didn't I like that. that but i forgive it for you know that's just a cinematic necessity i guess yeah i i did feel like they were able to build pretty good tension and during the super mario 3 climax 
Yeah, they had that was but, a, an interesting. And that was very questionable. Yeah, <laughs> how they I, got thousands of points to start off with, with only jumping on one Goomba is beyond me. <laughs> and and why just by dying he would be knocked back so far when his points were not knocked down? I didn't right. understand that either. Yeah. Well, he didn't. Well, dying takes time. You don't have time to accumulate more points. Yeah, yeah but, but then would, I wanted. I wanted to check, and maybe someone. Do you actually get thousands of points for using the whistle? No, like I don't that know. many? <laughs> do you get extra points for getting the star in the I at think the end so. of the level? Oh, okay. I have I have more to say about that later. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's go back. Want to play it right now? Let's go back <laughs> to Paul before he leaves the podcast to play Super Mario Three. I actually have one more, and it's my tragic oh maker, my gosh, and it's is... not editing. Okay. <laughs> Josh, do you it's have... It's bad editing. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- I apparently have several things I didn't like. No, do you I, have a lot? No, I, I, no? I got a couple more. Okay, here. give us one more. Okay, so Jimmy has this compulsion to stack things. Yeah. Um, That's, a, like, we're not really sh- sh- uh, told you know what's exactly wrong with him there's That's no payoff the, for that there's yeah there's no payoff there's it's it it's explicit it's like that that's that's the most explicit thing you see about him is like some oh, no, he questions to... don't have answers in life children <laughs> so thanks uh, wise there, sage there's a, there's a there, one of the first times they talk about it you know uh it's like with a psychiatrist and she says like I'd like to think it means something. Yes, and then he's the mother building says, the dinosaur. That's what I was well, thinking. Well, see, yeah. right, and and the mother says you'd like to, but you don't. You know, right? But so and, she says it right there. It means nothing. Right. Nada, zilch, which exactly what you amigos are getting. <laughs> <laughs> so if he were trying, if you could easily make that about trying to build dinosaurs, but it's just yes. they just say buildings, you know, yeah. and they just like. He likes, and it has no connection to dinosaurs whatsoever. So I was like, you know what? It really never does mean anything. It's just a, just a device to show that something's wrong with them. And it doesn't connect to the dinosaurs, and I didn't like that. And should, oh, should he, ahead, if Paul. you had to redo this, would you have him play with like dinosaur toys all the time? Oh, that would kind of Like leave sense. other kids to play well, with dinosaurs? No, because when he's in the drive in theater, he just has the popcorn boxes, right? Yeah, so, but the dinosaurs could have been inside his lunchbox. Well, that could you know, it could be so many things related to dinosaurs. You know, even if it's Legos, you could try to build. You know, he he makes or he draws. Uh, he has a pen with him, and he's oh, constantly yeah. drawing dinosaurs. Be, you know, yeah. just something like that. There's just but building things is just for a smart like I, I'll give the script props where it's good, but there's that that's one part where I think was failed. Yeah, it's 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 what they call um, a red herring in the script. <laughs> exactly, that's what I felt like it was. I feel like I know what it's trying to be, but it's not. So it's communism. Uh, yeah, it's just and a that's red just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to, and I don't know if this was, if this was a product of what the script was trying to do with what how what Jimmy's ailment was, but I felt like. The child psychologists could, that they could not make heads or tails of his issue when it was just essentially him needing to let go of his sister. That seems like something that psychologists would see (laughs) all the time and that they either, if they can't see that, 
it either it makes this whole that whole issue super unbelievable or the psychologists are super incompetent. So which do you want to be psychologists of this movie? Which do you want to be? Well, no, you know, I think perfect. that's a that, no, that's a good point. I think it's because you don't find really find out about the lunchbox until the very end that you really kind of make that connection. But as a psychiatrist, you should be able to see, you know, it's like, gee, he was happy up until this one point, and then everything changed, and now he's not better. We yeah, don't know why, right? <laughs> well, he's traumatized by the drowning of his sister. Yeah, you think that would come up in the first session? Well, I yeah. thought that was already uh, understood, but th- but uh, by the adults, it just wasn't revealed to the audience till later. But you think right, they would the have like, or, like if that would be one of the first things they would? Yeah, they would counsel them about like yeah. trying to let go and you know well, try to get through have, death. And it wasn't and, working. And grief counseling. They, they're know. like, get over it, kid. No, he's still sad. <laughs> so I, I think Paul's with the the, the bad counselor, bad psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. Anyway, right. um, so I have another one here. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a small one. Go for it. Okay, so during the montage, you know, uh, which one? The, <laughs> where, Send me an angel one or the. I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's the, the Putnam. He's uh, looking for the kids, um, and they're as it's like second half of the movie. Uh-huh. And, Putnam. Uh huh. And I hardly know him. Oh my goodness. So there's supposed to be this fake out moment where you see him approach, uh, you know, these two kids, you see the back of them and yeah. he, he grabs them. If it were like, and music's playing into montage, if it were a real moment, you would, you would actually kind of be a little suspenseful, like just for a half second. Oh. But in the montage, it's just like he walks up to him and you it's just obviously know. obviously not going to be that man. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a fake out. But, uh, to but it's still a, it makes it a fun moment rather than a, a serious moment. Yeah, I, feel, I guess. May, uh, I well, feel I, like I, something oh. something that did make it more fun was I yelled out, "They captured their stunt doubles!" <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was gonna. I mean, I don't think they could put that in the movie, though. That would have been <laughs> awesome. Um, I think what they could have done though to capitalize on on them using it more for humor or rather than for suspense would be one of the kids decking or kicking the guy in the knees or the, or those. Oh, that would be family jewels or something. Yeah. I think the more like Putnam got like, he needed a little bit more abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wow. This, but this is a post uh, home alone movie. But we're but we're looking at it from post Home Alone, so That's, we expect yeah. the beat up of the bad guys to be beyond death, but they'll be okay. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. It, it actually missed it by one year. Home Alone yeah. is the inflection point. Okay, yeah. watch out, bad guys. Make sure you're in a movie before yeah. Home Alone. <laughs> um, so I was talking about how I really liked Haley and. Uh, I keep forgetting her name or the actress's name. Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis and the news. Yes. I I thought she did a fantastic job. On the opposite or flip side of that, I thought Fred Savage, I I don't know what it was. Dialed it in on some of the It it was either he was trying too hard or not hard enough to be him, to be himself or to be him in the Wonder Years role. It just... Yeah. It seemed like it was just too much of what he There's normally would do, I guess. Something I, I yeah. want to say about his performance, but it's in a, it. 
Well, it's in something that I liked just as much as I didn't like. Okay, so I don't well, know when to yeah, bring that in. no, go for it now. That's fine. Okay, so uh, I've I heard this hate him. <laughs> no, go ahead. No. <laughs> That's my tragic maker. <laughs> no, um, it owes me fifty bucks. <laughs> I've heard the uh, the plot is just supposed to be uh, Pinball Wizard by the Who. There, oh. that like it's just like who's you know it's Tommy. Uh, and it's just supposed to be he's the pinball wizards. It's supposed to be the same plot. So. I'm completely lost. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so there's the a band, movie there's a, in there's the seventies by the the Who. They're a rock group, and they made this album, Tommy and the Who. Okay, and they made a movie. Oh, and okay. He's, and he's a pinball wizard, oh. which is a song, and oh, it's okay. essentially the same plot. But thank you. I did not know that. Yeah, thank you for your help on that. Your yeah. assist. Who's uh, on first? Exactly. Uh, so I'm watching it, and the whole beginning, and uh, very much uh, through, threaded throughout the movie, I I kept thinking of Rain Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and now that you say that, I see. And that. it's yeah. and it's almost, especially in the beginning, it's almost shot for shot. And I have I, like I have no Rain way. Man, I have Rain Man memorized because uh, they enter uh, what the the the, uh, the facility, the mental uh, psychiatric facility. What and year did Rain Man come out? One year before. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. And uh, and Fred Savage, you know, he's looking through the. Uh, you know, looking door to door kind of thing. There's a moment where Tom Cruise is looking at all, like uh, all the doors of all the people in the institution, huh. and uh, and then he finds his brother, his half brother, or no, it's uh, his half brother, yeah. Well, yeah, oh, no, it's his, it's his estranged brother. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, and he steals him away uh, on, and they go on a road trip. Oh, and, oh! You're saying why it's like Rain Man? Got yeah, it. that's that's the pl- that's Rain Man and the Wizard and uh, and the Who and what really and the Who. what really seals the deal is that the soundtrack for those scenes are almost ident the music is almost identical like same pan flute that's like used it's used greatly oh, like, in Rain okay. Man it's like a it's an interesting choice for a soundtrack uh-huh. to use a pan flute for a dramatic film. During these moments, it's the pan flute and the same kind of or like uh, music, Orchestration. And, wow. and it comes back later during. They like, figured, rain- the, hey, it worked for Rain Man. Well, yeah, and that's what I was thinking. And there's actually, uh, oh gosh, I was just reading about how they. Give me one second here. Oh shoot! Ba-ba-ba-ba. Well, there's a moment where they actually uh, changed something because it was almost too much like Rain Man. Oh, the, like the autism. They never explicitly say autism because Rain Man had just come out yeah. and they didn't want to, or it was, I guess, I don't know, probably can, a deleted scene. Can you imagine but, working on this film and then like Rain Man comes out and you're like, oh, darn it. But I know this, the filming of this was in the summer and it came out during the, during Winter, December. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm not quite sure, but man, like, and music is always the last thing added in a movie. So I, as much as they want to stay away, that's like just bringing it right back to it. So as much as I, that's something I love seeing because I love Rain Man. So it's like, oh, this is awesome. I'm getting Rain Man here. At the same time, I don't like it because I would rather watch Rain Man than if I wanted to watch Rain Man. <laughs> all right. That's all I have to say. Oh, okay. That. That's all I have to say about that. 
Um, okay, I'm gonna go through a thing, a few of the things that I didn't like. Uh, okay, the I editing. thought, no, not that editing, Paul. No, the bad editing. <laughs> I thought it was, um, really odd. Now I know Jimmy was just starting out at this point in on his Double Dragon when he's playing Double Dragon at first, but it seems like he, a savant, wouldn't be wasting so much APM on just extra punches and kicks that didn't matter. What are APM? Actions per minute. It's a like oh. a gaming term, oh. like especially for like esports. Like so, every now key you're is, the guru on all savants. Okay, maybe I was trying to sound smart there, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you didn't buy it. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'll I'll back you up on that. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I uh, won't. <laughs> you want to minimize your pattern, uh, your patterns, and you know you got you got to maintain your, head, your stamina. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I get you. Um, I th- I felt like Corey being possessive of Haley, even though they weren't an item. I thought that was a little odd when he's like, "Just keep your gloves off her." Yeah, that was out of, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I felt like they should have showed a little more affection between them before, maybe even if they didn't explicitly say, "Hey." Yeah. Um, well, I, I maybe that, that's during the bad editing. Maybe they had the kissing <laughs> scene before that scene, and then. Well, uh, also, it's a. Uh, I thought you know I kind of like seeing all these Rain Man you know similarities. It's you know Tom Cruise's girlfriend in Rain Man, who's like the third character in the movie. So it's like, oh, okay. Oh, geez. so I'm glad they're wow. not together. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> so when they're in the dinosaur, he goes, "Jimmy, did you fart?" Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, deleted and- scene. <laughs> I thought it was a little ridiculous that Lucas had a case for his power glove. Yes, and and that he had top. all the games. To dramatize it. He, oh, yeah, he, well, he you also said himself that, or you, you said yourself that he was pretentious. So yeah, I didn't say like that. that. I think you no, said I did. that. Oh, 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 did. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, so okay. And and I thought there. Were, I think there's more than eighty nine games, which is well, I think probably at this well, time yeah, maybe maybe at this uh, time there was eighty nine. That. 97 sounds about right, but really I'm sure four or five years. That's it. Sure. Anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> and so my classic maker, I don't, I don't classic maker, tragic maker. I don't have a great one, um, but let's go ahead and start with Josh's tragic maker. Bad editing. Oh, yeah. It, it is kind of related to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 what I said was understanding the source material. So, like... I they, thought this was Sega. Well, no, like, like they Sega. say they're playing F1 Dream, but they show top speed. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Uh, and so, you know... Uh, what the heck is a scroll weapon on Ninja Turtles? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they Bo, didn't have... You know, they had well, like you see that. Bo Bridges, he gets... Maybe. The, he said he gets the scroll weapon and almost defeats Mega Turtle, which is like that's the game. That's absolutely true. And then they cut to the screen and he's on the first level. You know, oh, it's like oh, oh. well, he died and had to start all over. That's and true. That, that, yeah, yeah I mean that could be, but it was just there was a lot of this kind of misunder, like not like if it came out today, you bet that, you, that they would they would be they would pay more attention to that yeah. kind of consistency. Yeah, totally. Uh, but so and there's a. Uh, Hold on. Um, I think it's just some. Oh, the uh, the high score thing. That I I At believe. The tournament. Well, in the beginning, uh, the the turning point in the movie. In the beginning, is Fred Savage. You know, he looks at Jimmy 
He's playing. Uh, he says you got fifty thousand on Double Dragon. Yeah. Like, no, like that. That's actually. I really do feel that's a generation gap. This is an older generation where you had Pac Man and Donkey Kong, where the, it it wasn't about getting to the end of the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It was about high scores. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but I think he looked at it. I I assume that he was saying, "Oh, you got that many points that quickly," because it had only been like four or five minutes. And I well, figured that he knew the game well enough to be like amazed by it. But uh, see, I think it, it more true to like a true someone who would truly understand playing Nintendo games, they'd be like, "Oh, you got to you know level eight in Mario World." You know, it's like that's like that's way more impressive. Minutes? Well, and sure, you know that that's way yeah. more impressive than right. fifty thousand and Double Dragon. Like that's yeah. not yeah, that's that's two different generations there. And I I felt like there was a lot of that stuff. And mm. so see, I think. In this post-internet age, uh, it's basically what Patton Oswalt once said. He said, "You can become a nerd about anything over a weekend." <laughs> you know, so now, well, now with the internet, this was pre-internet. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you, it's kind of like if this movie were made now, there would be it would be much more. You wouldn't see those kind of things. But now, like if you know the material, it's like a scientist, you know, watching. Uh, you know Armageddon. Or, oh, you know, some, oh, okay. Some, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. You, just, you just still have no believability. It's like I, I get what you're trying to do, but it's just all wrong. Yeah, you know. And That's I felt a good like analogy, yeah. if if this is Nintendo like financing their their a movie here. You want to hire people who love the material, and I think that's something we take for granted now. Is that we get these great movies that actually we we get this sourceful stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like like people who actually really care about the material and canon and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this movie doesn't have that. So to me, it really shows, and that's my tragic maker. It's they don't love the source material. All righty. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that, Josh. And you, because of that, you get bad editing. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Paul, what's your most disagreeable thing about this movie, though? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree with everyone else on the panel here and say that it was not evenly paced. I found this movie. I thought you were going to say you didn't like Haley. I'm like, oh, come on. Well, I did and I didn't. (laughs) Overall, by the end, I did. um, But honestly, what makes this tragic for me or what would make it tragic is that it's boring many parts of i this movie i was bored i kept wanting to check my phone like hey did i receive any (laughs) texts or anything (laughs) it wasn't until like the middle of the movie at the power glove scene i was like oh this is actually interesting and then that scene ended and it got boring again and then but towards the end it picked up i enjoyed the last half much more than the first half okay um but um, unfortunately, there are many parts that are Wait, you, b- boring. Did you say you liked the first half more than the second no, half? No, second half the other more way. than the first okay. half. Okay, never mind. I guess because there's more like a ticking clock of like yeah. uh, things are speeding California. up. And, yeah. Well, you don't see really any like Nintendo stuff like for real until like, you know, the Lucas and the Power Glove and that's like yeah. The, the stakes are raised, and you see more of everything. Like, right. it definitely is much more action packed. But I think I, I I give it credit for like building up to that. I yeah, but it was too but slow in the building. I know they're slow, trying to but... do character building, and I know they're trying to show uh, this. Uh, what do you call it? Um, a family that doesn't get along well. Dysfunction, <laughs> dysfunctional yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
and that's fine but it i i just i was um disappointed in how not engaged i was okay that's very fair the thing and this this is this is trivial but it it it, it bugged me the annoying kids who didn't listen to do what they were told. Uh, see, they didn't. They no one was telling them to do anything except for child abductors and molesters. So I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Them not doing what they tell them to do. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, oh but, my gosh. Sorry, I just remembered something. Okay. <laughs> that was Bad <about>, editing. <laughs> it was about. I, I started talking about Fred Savage's acting, and I never got around back to it. Oh well, go ahead now. Okay. Um, Fred Savage's character, he's kind of a jerk, right? Yes. If a you, little, yeah. If you know Rain Man, Tom Cruise's character is a total jerk. Oh, oh yeah, even more so. Funny. Yeah, and, and the the reason for that, though, there's a reason that he's a jerk is because by the end of the movie, it's it's uh, Dustin Hoffman's character who just never changes. Uh, and it's that, and Tom Cruise just keeps on coming at him and just doesn't. And then he's just broken down and he actually becomes a thoughtful uh person at the end of the movie he has a good arc yeah and it's a great arc you know and it's all about you know uh you know rain you know raymond who just doesn't do anything it's really funny and great yeah. and you get that arc uh fred savage is a jerk and he yeah. ends as a jerk it's like we'll pull over you know it's like <laughs> oh, that, he's just a jerk just because I, of, yeah I kind of see just what like at that age many many uh, kids are yeah yeah I guess yeah. he's just precocious but you know is it's again back to Rain Man it's like there's so many parallels I have to think that it's informing the movie it's but it's hard to but say, not, but, but, didn't form but it maybe it's just a coincidence. Yeah. But yeah, that I, I I feel better knowing his choices, knowing that maybe that's what was going on there. It's like you know, like Tom Cruise and Rain Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, back to my tragic maker. It's similar, I'd say, to Josh's in terms of details. Darn it! I feel like <laughs> I feel like. And I, I have no idea. I've, I was never went to a video game Armageddon. <gasps> you uh, and nobody else. <laughs> Except Tobey Maguire. The yeah. <laughs> um, but it seems ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, that that many people would be watching players playing on CRT screens that were like, I don't know, 12 inches and a bunch of them from like 50 feet away. Why in the world would anyone watch? That many people go in to watch that. It just they would. did not make any sense. When they, they did, I saw it on the movie. <laughs> when they, well, it's a when they, but still, uh, they, what's would, the, they didn't have jumbotrons back. Well, then. Okay. this is also that's exactly at a why theme that's park. ridiculous that people would be in there watching and cheering over something that they can't see. They would not be reacting like they well, were. Well, yeah, it's a movie. Oh, okay, well, it's also I'm, a, a theme I'm park saying where that people was, come in and out. That part know? was ridiculous. I thought <laughs> that was right. ridiculous. The, right. When they switch over to Super Mario Three and you can see it a bit better, that makes more sense. But yeah, well, have you ever seen an actual video game championship? Yeah, uh, clips of it, yeah. They like have like Starcraft stadiums. and yeah, but it's all yeah, on big screens. You see screen. what's going on. But the playoffs or whatever to get to that, I have to imagine that's similar. No, I I don't, know. I don't okay. know. Have you been to the Olympics? Nobody knows what's going on in the <laughs> circle there. There's like 20 things going on at the same time. It's only the finals that they show on the big screen. Um, okay. 
This weren't the Olympics, though. It's a competition it's a, with, you know... It's a video Armageddon, Paul. Yeah, which is even worse. <laughs> or better, depending on how you look at it. Anyway, I, if I'm going to pick something, it's going to be that. For my tragic maker. <laughs> no, not that. Oh. Uh, That's my tragic maker for Paul to pick his nose. Wow. <laughs> with that, though, we've entered all our trajectories into the... Firing computer? Now, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. It is the moment of truth. Do we rate The Wizard? A classic we would recommend it to anyone. A nostalgic we would only recommend it to people who've seen it before. Or a tragic we would not recommend this to anyone. Let us begin as we normally do with our guest, Josh. Um, I would. I want to say classic. You want but to say, but that means you aren't saying. <laughs> I. I. Okay. It's just. I. Something occurred to me. It's like, this is. I consulting all the other reviews and like how much. Uh, maybe there's something that if based on what I recommend it to other people. What is your opinion? My opinion. I say classic. Oh, okay. But would I recommend it to other people just because I, so many other people say, no, you want to hear <laughs> on the safe side and say, it's a classic to me, but probably not to you, <laughs> but maybe not to you. You know, that's, so it's a but, caveat or are you going nostalgic? Uh, I, I want to say nostalgic, but you know what? Let, let, let me just say classic. Okay. But, that's, that's fine, just uh, that's my, fine uh, Josh. That's my opinion that I think uh, it, I think it works, and I I want to talk to people who you know absolutely hate it, so I can understand. It's like what isn't working? Maybe it's just you know it's the bad editing. <laughs> you keep saying it's, that, but pacing was yeah, your main issue, but, Paul. Yeah, I know it's a running gag okay. that but I ran that, itself you, into you know. a dead horse and kept on going. <laughs> for for me, you know, the classic, all the stuff that I like, the classic stuff. It it it's greater than you know than the shortcomings so yeah that's my opinion very cool all right uh paul let's go to you what would you rate it for while watching this movie i i'm i'm sad because while watching this movie i was thinking oh no oh no i'm gonna have to rate this a tragic Mm -hmm. because i was so bored but it, it picked up towards the end and i'm gonna have to say nostalgic um as my final rating just uh-huh. because i enjoyed watching it again but um if you've never seen this despite what francisco and josh say i don't think it's all that deep and you can go ahead and pass <laughs> on this and w- there's other finer films out there uh, that you could be spending your time on pick a list of the top hundred doesn't matter what genre go see that rather than this yeah all right so we have a classic a nostalgic two brothers opposed um uh, and then for me, you know, I in, I enjoy this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. I this oh, is, I didn't watch this movie till the day, like the day we're recording early in the morning, because I just oh. I was kind of ambivalent to it. I'm like, I, I guess I'll watch this. This is what we're doing for the show. So okay, I hadn't seen it for a long time, and and watching it, sitting down, watching it, I'm actually this is this is I, I liked where the characters went. I liked their dynamics. Um, and I liked like the somewhat consistent video game, how they represent video games. At least they were all Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought like, felt like there was one racing game that wasn't like the graphics way were way too much to be a Nintendo game. It was like an arcade game. 
But when they were playing Nintendo games in the tournament, at least they were Nintendo. You oh, know what oh, I mean? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, what, you know. <laughs> yeah, I want to play uh, Golden What's Axe. What's ColecoVision doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> um, all that to say, though, I feel like I, I, very similar to Paul. There are a lot better movies that show that you can be watching for like character development and to see a story or to uh, there's a lot better films. So I'm going to rate it nostalgic. It was, if you're, if you're like gun shy, because like me, you heard, you, you saw it before, but you keep hearing people just saying, yeah, oh yeah, that movie, that's just an ad for Nintendo or an ad for Super Mario. It's worth seeing again. If you're yeah, like, I would, I would disagree. It may be boring, but I don't think it's an ad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get that, and I'm and I am surprised other people get that. I mean, yeah, it's in there, but it's really it's not about Nintendo. It's about this fa- a dysfunctional yeah, family, exactly, that, yeah. and how they uh, try to work things out. Mm-hmm. And the, and you notice that uh, it just occurred to me. It's like the the person who's in it just for the money is the villain. You know? Oh it's yeah, not like <laughs> you know, like the person like I want to win because you know Nintendo is awesome and I I love Nintendo. He's the villain. Yeah. Oh, I thought you're talking about the child molester. No, no, the Lucas. Is- he's he's the be- he's the he's an, an antagonist. They're both sure. in it for the money. Yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, well, yeah, they're they're all in it for the money. But like the they're. The you know Jimmy and is and them they're just there for uh, you know the dinosaurs. Well, Haley wants money for a house, but yeah, that's that's right. a that's a noble thing. Our, she wants it for her dad. Heroes, so, yeah. Our heroes aren't concerned about like they they don't love Nintendo. It's not a you know we love Nintendo rah rah kind of thing. It's that's What's actually wrong with what, that. Well, oh, unless you're a Sega person. Well, what Sega. it's just funny. It's, I think it speaks to the power of the movie that it's just like, oh, it's a commercial. Like if you if it really were, you would see. I think you would see character motivations a lot differently. Yeah. Speaking I of which, I that. don't want to talk over Francisco. I'll let you finish, but I want to go on a little rant, and you can edit that out. But y'all, let you finish, Francisco. I don't know if you finished your. Uh, your I just have my final what the retro rewind podcast rating is. Okay, let me go on a little rant here. <laughs> Edit if you must. Bad editing. Anyway, <laughs> if this were a commercial for Nintendo, why aren't there more movies like this? Do you know how much money is poured into video games? Why aren't there more movies where video games are more a part of the movie mainstream? Mm. I would want to see that. I think there's a huge market out there that... Um, is not being capitalized on. I would like to see more movies like this where video games play a major role in that. Yeah, I would definitely watch that. If I could uh, theorize, um, I would guess it's it's kind of a uh, PR move because I don't know, I don't remember if you remember, uh, gosh, I haven't seen Mac and Me for the longest time. Yeah, me neither. Never said that. But it's basically a McDonald's funded movie. Oh. <laughs> and okay. if if like supersize me, right? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of supersize me. <laughs> um, but if it's what I remember, you're that's not what I remember, but what other people say it is, you know, it's just one big McDonald's commercial and it's a terrible movie. That doesn't help McDonald's. Actually, I think it hurts it more, you know. Uh-huh. And it's almost like it's too 
uh, risky, too overhanded to say oh. we're actually going to make a movie about a product. Like when the Lego movie came out, uh-huh. or before it came out, like how are you going to make a movie about Legos? You know, and but it worked. Know, miracle of miracles, it worked. You know, but in the back, and just like you know, I think we actually are getting. You know, we're getting Monopoly the movie. Uh, you know, yeah. and. Ouija, the Ouija board movie. <laughs> so there is definitely brand recognition. Uh, I think Wreck-It Ralph is paving the way for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, but, I'm not saying that there aren't, but I'm say, I'm surprised consi- that there aren't right. more. Considering, uh, I think maybe that uh, there's definitely a, a, a market untapped. Exactly, that's all. Yeah. But then you also have the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> no, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's different. That's, 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 that's based a, on a video right, game, is... but I'm talking about video games in general. Or a being... theme of the movie. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, a component yeah, or, to it. Yeah, yeah, a character or something mm-hmm. in the movie, but not the. it's not a commercial for a particular Kind of like, or, or like Captain N. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, yeah. Like, you, I think, yeah. That's more like be uh, that. Super Mario Brothers, though. Yeah. Anyway. You know, it's probably also probably a lot more litigious now than it used to be. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Try and yeah, get all yeah. the rights in place. If you're going to do, like, multi-games like this, anyway. Yeah, they had a hard enough time with Wreck-It <laughs> Ralph, but, I mean, they don't have to be that expansive yeah. actually with Wreck-It Ralph they had too many uh, rights that they were granted they didn't know what to do with them oh really yeah oh wow <laughs> well that's cool yeah um but that's what you get for being Pixar or not Pixar dang it Disney Disney yeah <laughs> famous regardless, <laughs> regardless <laughs> the Retro Rewind podcast rates The Wizard a disputed nostalgic movie um, if you're more in line with Josh, go see it again. Um, even if you've never seen it, or see it if you've never seen it, or see it again. Or if you're in line with Parai, see it again if you have seen it before. Otherwise, go see some other movies. Do you have a movie in mind that you would suggest over this, Paul? <laughs> I said any anything from any top 100 list would oh, be okay. more worth your time. Maybe How Rain Man. Re- <laughs> Rain Man or Wreck-It Ralph. Or Wreck- yeah. Yes, Wreck-It Ralph. Um, Lord of the Rings, go watch that. Uh <laughs> Anyway, um, with Af- Princess Bride, if you want to see Fred Savage, even just a little bit. There you go. That's a yeah, good record. Fred Savage, you know, surrounded by He-Man characters. He had, <laughs> remember, he had the uh, Skeletor mask in this movie, and he has He-Man characters in Princess Bride. A and there's there. a video game. It opens up with the video game. In that You're movie. right. It does. <laughs> anyway, Alice, will you please engage YouTube for us? New tube systems engaged. It's a new tube system, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Josh, what is new on your tube? Uh, I am watching, or I just finished watching uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, really? Uh, well, I, season I'm one. Anyway, been kind of well, interested to maybe try that. Well, uh, there's 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 actually only two seasons, and the first season only has eight episodes. Oh, really? Uh, it is actually it really is really good. It holds up. The surprising thing is how ahead of its time it is. Like uh, Lost definitely owes itself to it. Um, just like every episode answers some questions, but just brings up a ton more. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's definitely kind of surreal, but it's also really dramatic and like laugh out loud funny. Oh, interesting. Uh, and 
Yeah, it's just, and it's like, I also thought about Serial a lot uh-huh. um, because it's about yeah. the murder of this one person and how it affects all these people in this, in this town and community. Oh, okay. uh, you know, and it has that same kind of level of intrigue. Uh, and a lot of the actors are like, oh, wow, it's him. You know, and then you see, oh, wow, it's that person. And they show up. And we were watching, uh, gosh, I forget what we were watching, but Laura Palmer's, the, the daughter who's killed, her father showed up in something we were, uh, we were just watching, TV show. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I, I recommend it. And I'm very interested in season two. Because well, cool. there's still a lot more questions that need answering. And, and like Lost, they don't answer. <laughs> well, yeah. And there's, yeah, like Lost, I, I don't really see some questions being answered. Yeah. <laughs> David Lynch was the showrunner on that, right? Yeah, he uh, he created it and directed like the first episode. And I think he directed a, another episode later in the uh, the season. Oh, okay, like, cool. Like last or second to last episode. But yeah, it was, Very it was really cool. good. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Paul, what's new on your tube? Voodoo, V-U-D-U. <laughs> is that dot a com? Yeah, I was gonna say, is that like a service? Yeah, that basically it holds all your ultraviolet movies, and oh, okay. um, uh, you can link other like Disney Movie Anywhere's has their digital uh, movies that if you purchase, you can link to it. Oh, okay. So like I I've been into that like really more into some movies you kind of just don't. Wanted to have a copy of, but you right? See. But but the but you can have a physical. You don't need a physical. Okay, we're getting into the age where physical copies are going by the wayside, and it's all about digital copies. And it's a way like iTunes. Which I'm kind you can of have, sad about, but yeah, yeah. But um, you can have um, it's it's a way to uh, stream it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So it doesn't take up any hard drive space. Yeah. Unlike iTunes, it's a uh, stream. Uh huh. So I've been enjoying that function service. Mm-hmm. So now, if you haven't checked it out, I'd look into it. Can you buy movies through there, or do you need to yes. own the? Okay, see, I thought you both. had like both. Oh, okay. They, Actually, they have at, at Walmart. They I found uh, they have um, like a twenty-five dollar packet of Voodoo, or you pay twenty dollars for a twenty-five dollar kind of gift card for oh, Voodoo. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. I think it's um, owned by Walmart. Right. Okay. But it's a a very good service that I've been enjoying. And they're talking about actually charging for it, kind of like Netflix, which I hope they don't do. That that seems ridiculous if you're buying the movies and already. Well, if you read on, well, that's the other thing, is if you read on the the terms and agreements of Mm -hmm. any of the digital movies, Mm -hmm. that the... the studios can basically expire them oh, yeah, in any time um, in the future, whenever they deem yeah. so that long live know, hard copies <laughs> <laughs> that wear out and no longer play eventually. But Preserve hard copies. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, vault. yeah. All right. So cool. If you have a bunch of um, ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. Uh, copies or you know codes that you haven't inputted yet mm-hmm. I would recommend checking the service out trying it see if you like it nice so that's Twin Peaks from Josh and Voodoo.com from Paul and that's V-U-D-U not V-O-O-D-O yeah I don't I don't go to that so. <laughs> um, yeah so Francisco yes Paul 
You did you like the movie The Wizard? <laughs> I couldn't really tell. Um, I know I had a lot more dislikes than likes, but yeah, I'd say overall I liked it. I'd say yeah. Oh, okay. So what have I you could, been up to lately besides watching that movie? I'm kind of sworn you're gonna say, So Francisco, what voodoo do you do that you do so well? <laughs> uh, you remind me of the babe? <laughs> what babe? Babe with power. What power? The power of voodoo. Yeah, dot com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. RetroRewarmPodcast.com slash 13 for our Labyrinth episode. Anyway, uh, lots of plugs tonight. My new tube is a game which Kitos, my brother, was one of his new tubes uh, several... Oh, you stole it. Well, I've stolen actually two of his new tubes now. Um, I stole XCOM once, which I can finally play again. They finally made it somewhat playable on iOS 8. Anyway, that's not my new tube. My new tube is Heroes of the Storm, which is uh, Blizzard's upcoming game. It's an alpha, and I got an alpha invite, so I've got. Oh, to play it. congratulations! Thank you. And I'm, I'm. It's one of those games. It's not an MMO, but for me, I could very easily get sucked into playing, like using all my free time to play it instead yeah. of doing things like I don't know, podcasts or uh, reading books. So what I'm. I'm limiting myself to only playing with uh, friends or Kitos because he plays. So He's not a friend, but you'll <laughs> make an exception. So <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so listeners, if you are also in the alpha for Heroes of the Storm, my uh, blizz, Blizzard tag is FXRUIZ. I don't think there's an X after that. I think it's just FXRUIZ. So find me. A friend me i'd love to play with you that'd be so awesome to have this extra connection of l- playing with listeners i'm not that good <laughs> but um yeah find me on there i'm on the u.s servers i i think yeah since i'm in the u.s i don't think i'd end up on the european servers oh oh yeah um all right guys so that's racist that's that. That's racist? What? Yeah, that's only U.S. servers. Hey, Justin. What's uh-huh. up, man? Do you want to play Justin. some uh, NES games? You know, the Nintendo Entertainment y- System? Yeah, but I'm not Justin. Absolutely. Sounds like a great idea. Oh, that's idea. Justin. Hi, Justin. Sweet. Well, we are the two dudes, and we play Nintendo games. Hi, two we are dudes. Have you seen The Wizard? You guys need to come check us out. You can check us out at nestdudes.com, Facebook, Twitter, Podomatic, iTunes, Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. We're on everything. Oh, right. so are we. Two dudes in a nest. Check us out. All right. Yeah. I don't know if we're necessarily on Podomatic, but uh. we're on lots of things. You can find us uh. lots of places. But let's move on to our feedback and contact information. Alice, bring up those commsats. Comsats online. Receiving incoming transmission. We have just a little bit of feedback from Facebook. Uh, Blake Olivius, Olivas, I am Edwards. Sorry. Apologize if you're, I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Blake. He said, "Hey guys, love the show. Can't wait for the next episode on True Lies, which oh, has yeah. been released." Uh, but he obviously sent this before that. Uh, I've loved this movie. Speaking of true lies, I've loved this movie since I saw it as a kid. I still quote it all the time. 
What kind of a sick bee le- steals the ice cube trays out of the freezer? Famous Tom Arnold line. I would also add the women can't live with them, can't, can't kill, kill them. them. Yeah. Me and Paul used to. Is that to where you got that line? Yeah. I thought that line came out before that movie. I don't think so. I mean, so me and Paul would quote that. At least I would quote that to Paul. I don't recall. In our college years, In before college we were married. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Not to each other, before we were married to our wives. Yes. Okay, well, you may well, sound we quoted weird. to each other. <laughs> yes. Anyway. But we were not married to each other, if that's what you were insinuating. No, no, you were insinuating it. No, I wasn't even thinking that. Uh-huh. I wasn't. <laughs> if that's what you want to believe, fine. <laughs> Sounds like another true lie to me. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Blake, so much for that feedback. It was so, I'm so glad you're enjoying the show. And if you want to leave us feedback, you can find us on our Facebook wall, um, facebook.com slash Retro Rewind Podcast, or uh, send us an email at retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact for that email form. But let's let's tell you how you can get to find us. And I want to start with Josh. First, thank you for being on the show once again. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Always, always fun having you on the show. And how can people get in touch with you? Always. Uh, they can check my Twitter account at Joshua Powers. Um, or I make funny notes to myself sometimes. Cool. And what else? Wow. Um, no, that's, that's, that's really the best place, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. And Paul, thank you for being on the show as always. Where yeah, can, yeah. Where can people wizard their way to finding you? They can go online now where they have video games and websites. And one of those websites is www.pauljpowers.com slash video get in. No, it's just pauljpowers.com <laughs> where you can find me and turn again, turn, tourney against me on nothing because <laughs> there's nothing like that there. But you can find me on the social media websites through there, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Blah, 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 like the two dudes in the nest, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you turn that into a game. Follow Paul on each of those. Yeah, you get more points each time you do. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, and you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. I don't tweet all that often, but I sort of tweet stock other people, and I will tweet uh, every so often um, from there. All right, guys. Uh, Paul, will you please tell us where we're going to next time in time? All right. In time, starring Justin Timberlake. Wow. And uh, uh, what's that girl from uh, Mamma Mia? Um, and uh, Something Siegfried, I think? Amanda yeah, Siegfried. Amanda, yeah. That came out way too soon, so we won't be going there. No. Olivia uh, Wilde. She's a nineteen. Our reflex capacitor only works to go in the past. Oh, darn. Okay. Well, then, hey, how about this? Uh, let's rewind back to the year 1992 for the Mighty Ducks, huh? Oh, All right. Nice. Let's get our flying V going. But until <laughs> then, we would love if uh, you listeners out there would share the show with your friends or whoever you want to share it with. Just here, here's, here's, here's a challenge Quack. to you listeners out there. Share the show with one person before you listen to the next one, or before the next episode comes out. Um, 
so yeah they can you can go to retrorewindpodcast.com and click on the links around there and find out how to support us or contact us on the social sites or even uh vote for which episodes we will be doing next so thank you paul a few announcements uh want to remind you that you can still you can always cast your vote in the next movies we do after our current set of 10 uh, just go retro rewind podcast.com slash cast your vote all one, that's all one word uh and also if you there are three main ways you can support the show uh one tell a friend just share the show with your friends that's a great way to to sh- to support the show another way is financially you could find us on patreon.com slash retro rewind podcast and there you can uh support us financially and you also give us rewards or give us rewards you get rewards based on how much you pledge to give us on a per episode basis and uh, you can also help us a lot by reviewing us on itunes it's been a while since we've gotten an itunes review so if you find us if you whether or not you subscribe to us on through iTunes, a review there or a review on Stitcher would be fantastico. So thank even you. if it's battle, it would still be fantastico if we got any kind of rating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. Hopefully, you don't hate the show, but you know, we want we want honest feedback as always. Don't rate it based on my uh, lack of Spanish, please. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a poor reason to rate the the podcast. Anyway. Uh, I, my biggest thank you wants to go out to you whether or not you have shared the show or support the show we still appreciate you listening downloading subscribing to this podcast we have a lot of fun making it and we're so glad that you're listening to it whether you're doing your chores you're commuting to work or you're just doing this while you're doing your homework uh, thank you so much we appreciate we appre- how can you appreciate- concentrate on your homework if you're listening to this? some people have that's what they all said right. All right. um we appreciate you and like a pokemon we'll catch you later on the next episode of the retro rewind podcast <laughs> Should have Retro this in complete as a way to like you know to uh, in this because as a way it goes to match up with the wizard because it's like eight bit video game. It's supposed to sound chip to me. That's why I picked it. Oh well, it does sound electric kind of, but it yeah. doesn't sound like you can play it on the Nintendo. I, yeah, I would agree with that. Ah, you listened to our podcast. <laughs> That's bad. Or no, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs>